Welcome to Flicks. My name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 61, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Akira, the groundbreaking 80s anime, um, in both spoiler-free and spoiler-filled detail, so there's something for everybody. We didn't much enjoy our first delve into the world of anime, so does this fare any better than Spirited Away? Stick with us to find out. Because that shows a lack of basic human decency. It, it reflects poorly on your character, quite frankly. Can I start again? Welcome to part two of what has now become a trilogy of anime-inspired flicks reviews. I started with such confidence and now it's all crumbling like (laughs) 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 like a sand castle at high tide that's pretty good Mm, it doesn't really crumble so much as get washed away I think it does because it's not going to be like straight away like a wave comes up and then a a wall depends on the wave and the strength and velocity of the wave (laughs) The velocity of the wave that I was talking about <laughs> makes it crumble. It's a crumble oh, wave. Oh, okay. Good. Crumble wave. Yes. The latest club night in downtown Seattle. <laughs> crumble wave, crumble wave. We're talking about Akira. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? Me. So we went to see Akira, didn't we? We saw it, and it was fairly late. What time did it start? It was about quarter to ten? It was quarter to ten, yes. It was quarter to ten, and you were happy about that or not happy about that? I was tired. Tired, sure. And I don't like to stay up... I don't like to start watching things (laughs) that late, because I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. But, but I didn't. didn't. I didn't. You're proud of yourself. I had a nap earlier in the day. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> because. You just wanted to give Akira all of your attention. Yeah. That was primarily the purpose of the nap. Primarily. You get it, baby. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and so this was, as we had spirited away, this was uh, the original Japanese film with English subtitles. Yes. I thought the subtitles were pretty good. Yeah, I thought they were good, I, yeah. I didn't notice any kind of weird phrasing no. or anything like that. I thought it was pretty good. Um, so, Akira. Basic plot. Here we go. Um, so, it starts off in 1988. It starts off set 
as it says uh, on the very date that the original film was released mm-hmm. in 1988, which is quite interesting. Um, and as soon as we're there, an atomic bomb goes off, which blows up Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then jump forward to 2019, where we're informed that that explosion in 1988 kicked off World War Three, nuclear war, terrible, terrible. So Tokyo is now Neo-Tokyo. Um, and it's, you know, kids are shits and everything's a bit dirty. There's gangs and... Gangs. Of kids. Of bloody ki- bloody teenagers. Ugh. Ugh, God. Kill them at birth. That's what I say, teenagers. Um, yeah, and uh, then it all gets involved in kind of telekinetic abilities and all kinds of stuff. Government experimentation, orphans and kids that look like old people yeah that was weird super creepy um so that's your basic plot uh, and it's kind of a rivalry between the two characters uh canada and Tetsuo. canada canada Tetsuo! there's a lot of shouting yeah with canada we'll get to that oh, okay. <laughs> i assure Uh-oh. you we will get to that my friend okay um so that's the basic plot of the film would you please review it in a spoiler-free way and context by giving us our producer's pitch, please? Okay. I would say Akira is like Mad Max. Oh, I was going to put Mad Max. Okay. Oh, but you didn't. I didn't. No. Um, because of like the kind of gang yeah. thing of it and the kind of outlaws versus the, you know. Yeah the mainstream or whatever um motorcycles playing a large part of the gang warfare yes i was gonna get to that but okay seems like you've done it for me i'll I'll, I'll, no i'll shut up that's fine could you and and um (laughs) like a dystopian future yes uh yes and then yeah so mad max meets here we go i can see from the look on your Gorgeous little face. (laughs) This one's going to be a bit controversial. Well, yes. Hold on to your hats. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, The Avengers. What? Because there's this kind of crazy person. Yeah. Who might, you know, destroy the world. Sure. And it's a person that is like linked to the main people yeah the, there's a relationship between so who's the person in the Avengers who are you likening it to Loki I guess yeah nice as this kind of unstable yeah crazy person yeah with powers nice. power enough to kill yeah destroy the world yeah nice nice We're, yeah I like that yeah I like that a lot so nice. what is it it's Mad Max meets the Avengers yeah that makes it sound like a like an amazing film well, I think there are parallels. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. What's yours then, sir? Um, mine, madame, uh, is... Uh, I've gone for a, a slightly outre option. Uh-oh. Um, in a way that is possibly, wrong. I realise now, not wrong, but maybe a bit spoilerific. Oh. But only if you know the comic. What am I bringing a comic into... Producer's pitch. You're not allowed. You brought a book in before, a novel. Okay, go on then. So go on then. Why don't you just stow that yep. criticism? Go on then. It's like Battle Royale, 
yes. the film because it's it's a future Japan where teenagers are universally assholes. Yes. They're just all awful and disrespectful, which must be a thing in Japan if lots of their... Well, I think it's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. Teenagers are awful. You don't get as many films or stories in the Western world where mm. teenagers are kind of a blight on society as much. Like, annoying, sure, but... I don't know. I'm sure there are some. But anyway, yeah. Um, so that, and also it's Japanese and there's kind of some crazy violence in it. Yeah. Um, meets Miracle Man. Now, Miracle Man is a now. comic. Now, here we go. Um, now, okay. Uh, Miracle Man is a comic, uh, a British comic, um, that has been written by many different people over the years, including Neil Gaiman, famous Neil Gaiman. Um, and, uh, most famously, or should that be? Infamously. Infamously. Oh, by Alan Moore. Alan. Um, crazy Northamptonshire. Alan. Wizard Alan. <laughs> um, yeah, who wrote about... It, it kind of started off in a, a kind of... Like the original Captain Marvel, kind of Shazam, where there's... Well, it's kind of old-fashioned-y. Like, there's the main hero, then there's a, then there's a girl version of the hero... And then there's a younger version of it, like a kid sidekick. But in this story, because it's Alan Moore, he takes it to the um, a slightly dark future whereby Kid Miracle Man um, becomes corrupted with his powers. And he's essentially just, you know, what, it, it's kind of like, what would it be like if there was, if Superman was a bad guy? Right. Um, and this has elements of that. I won't say any more than that, but it's, you know, it's a it's a dark future and it's it's one where how do you like where somebody has a level of power where you're like how do we stop this okay um and i feel like there's there's parallels to that would you recommend akira to a uh, a chum uh, a compadre um, i think it would depend on the chum <laughs> uh but probably not okay interesting interesting um, not to say that I don't think there's value in it. Yeah. But I think for your average for an answer, your average no. movie going. Yeah. No. Chumley Warner, you'd say leave off. Leave it. What would you What would you say? See instead. Mad Max. Mad Max. That's <laughs> just always your answer. Just go, just go Mad see Max. Mad Max. Why haven't you seen Mad Max? Um, and of course, by Mad Max, we re- we mean Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. As opposed to the original Mel Gibson. Yes. Sure. Um, I would recommend it. And I'll tell you for why. Because it is an iconic film. Which is one of the reasons why I wanted to see it so much. Yes. When this anime festival came up at the Cinerama, I was like, right, really want to go and see Akira. Really want to go and see a Miyazaki film. Yes. And... I want to see Ghost in the Shell because I saw the thing. Yeah. But this was this was one. Of, I mean, it's pretty kind of um, infamous. Infamous, groundbreaking. Yes. Um, in terms of the the money that was spent on it and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so for that for that alone, I think, uh, and there are uh, yeah, it, it is a film with worth. Yes. Um, it's better than Spirited Away. I think I'll I'll say that. Sure. With without you know uh, qualification. Um, so yeah, I, I would recommend it. Good. And you would not. That's right. Sometimes that's the way it goes. High five me. 
So that is our spoiler-free review of um, Akira, the uh, 1988 Katsuhiro Otomo um, film. So, if you haven't seen the film, go and watch the film and then come back and then join us after the spoiler uh, jingle where we shall be diving into the, the, the nitty and the gritty um, about this uh, film. So let's hit that jingle, which might be a new jingle. I mean, it's going to have to be a new jingle now I've mentioned it, but now. We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. If you listen any further without watching the movie. It's spoilers! Great new jingle, huh? Huh? <laughs> Because we're just sitting on the sofa. That's got to be the edit later. Nothing happened. Um, nothing happened at all. So, Akira. Akira. Everybody who's listening to this has already seen Akira. So all your worries, all your trepidation about spoiling it for people, you just throw that right out the window, missy. Off it goes. Off it goes. Farewell. Flutter away. Um, our patented five-point rating system... Give me a point, baby. Give me a point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Loony. Um, I think... Okay. Speak into the microphone, please. All right. Okay. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Speaking into the sofa and then your hair was over the face. The face that was talking. Are you done? Now I am. Good. Um, so, I think... <laughs> uh, I thought, well, can I just have a little aside? Oh, sidebar. Aside. Sure. Um, I didn't realise until um, just before we started this podcast that it was made in 1988. Yes. And I do think that changes everything. <laughs> if no. you place this against the backdrop of Thatcher and Reagan, holy shit nuts. Mm. No? Is that not That's point? not quite what I was going for. Okay. Um, okay. What I meant was that actually for 1988 being quite a while ago, a while ago. Um, I do think that kind of changes things somewhat. Okay. I think it makes it, it makes me understand that it was probably a bit more original yeah. than it seems to me right now. Okay. Having watched it as yeah. like a newbie. Yeah. And um, also probably like a lot more well made yeah. than it seems to me right now yeah um so well, it's, it's all credit to the film if you if it's you know a lot older than you thought it was yeah yeah I mean I, I knew from the dates that it was older yeah like it wasn't you know in the last five years but yeah. I didn't think it was as old as that did you think it was if you had to guess do you think you would have guessed pre do you think you would have guessed 20th century or 21st century I think I would have gone like late twentieth, like nice. like mid to late nineties. Well done, like that. Uh, well done, Akira. So yeah, so in that sense, I do think that's very good. But anyway, so that's just an aside. Cool. Um, but I do think it's relevant. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I thought it was that that in mind. Mm -hmm. I think it was a really interesting, like, creative idea about this dystopian future, and I thought that that future was very uh, well fleshed out. Yeah. Like, it'd been thought out. Yeah. You know, it felt... It wasn't like RoboCop or something. 
uh, which just feels a little bit like um, gimmicky. Okay. This felt quite like somebody has given some thought to this. Yeah. Like what has led to this and yeah. why do why is it like this and how what does that actually feel like? Yeah. What, you know, so I thought it was quite gritty and I thought it was quite well thought out. Nice. Um uh yeah, and there was a lot of um different things, you know, that obviously had gone into thinking that out. Like practically, how they get around, like mm-hmm. with the motorbikes and stuff, um, the kind of gang warfareness of it. Yeah. The the fact that there are the kind of underground groups, like terrorist groups mm-hmm. or slash revolutionary groups, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I just thought it was quite good. I I got a real feel for that environment. Yeah, because it did. It's not uh, a, a story that happens in isolation. No, it's it's very much. Yeah, they take the time to kind of let you know what's happening in the society around. Yeah. The you know that yeah. the story's happening in. Yeah. Like, it's kind of riots and you know kind of protests and stuff and. Yeah. People are kind of aware of Akira and some people are thinking of him as like a some kind of god. But yeah. then the police come in and yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was good. Yeah, so I thought that was good. That was like, yeah, given some thought and I think quite creatively so, which to some extent might be a little bit cliche now, but I think probably was quite an original, creative and interesting idea about what the future could be like. Nice. So, yeah, I thought that was really good. I like that. Nice. And it could be in part due to the kind of animation and the detail of yeah. the scenes and, 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 and the amount of scenes, you mm. know, building up with, um, at the beginning. Um, uh, yeah, but I, whatever it was, I, I thought that it was done very well. Nice. Nice. Let's have a point from Dan. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to start with a negative. Okay. Uh, and my first negative is going to be, um... Uh, the, the story got too weird for me. Okay. Um, I really liked the beginning. Yeah, but then the beginning was good. the more powerful Tetsuo uh, became, the less enjoyable I found it. Mm. Like, it was... I think it was, it was... It was one of those stories where it got... A, yeah, it got too kind of... It felt at the end like... It had been come up with whilst stoned. Yeah. Of like, right, what's, what's going to happen now? How are we going to get... How are we going to solve this story problem? Is it... Well, what are we going to do? Is we going to turn into like this big like flesh dick thing with all these yeah, fingers and stuff. Yeah, that is it, weird. And then he's going to turn into a god and he's going to create another universe. And I, yeah. yeah. I thought that was... A, it was it was too strange. It did get very strange. strange at the end. And the, the, the fact that the ending... Yeah, the fact that the ending was... It, it annoyed me that it was essentially what was at that point pretty much a god. Mm. This guy, you could pretty much do whatever he wants versus a teenage boy. It annoyed me that... It came down to that. Yeah. And there's ways of doing that. Like, had they said, right, three little old people, mm. little old man boys and little old man girl... Um, if they had used their psychic abilities to augment Canada's 
abilities in some way. Yeah. To kind of put him on a par with whatever. Like, yeah. And that's bollocks. That makes no sense. But then at least there's a, you know, you're giving me a storyline reason why the big fight's coming down to these teenage friends. Because I just thought it was a bit silly how, mm. like, like oh yeah, and yeah, he's he's kind of destroyed some police people and a tank and stuff. Yeah. But the, there's, there's nobody else. There's nobody better to fight him at this point. In a kind of not in a storyline sense, but in its you know in the logic of it's the a, world, that yeah. it's just his mate with a gun. Yeah. It just felt a bit silly. That yeah. Canada does not have any special abilities whatsoever. He's just a kid who's pretty good on a motorbike. Yeah, I know what you mean. That um, me I do bit. think the end gets a bit silly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, which I guess leads on to one of my points. Uh-oh. Which is that I felt like that kind of last quarter uh-huh. was too long. Yeah. And I started to think, maybe in part because it was getting a little bit yeah. silly, of like, come on then, what's yeah. happening here? When are we? What's happening? Yeah. Um, and also, maybe partly because it was too long, I started to think, I don't really get what's going on. Yeah. Like, and again, I don't know if this is cultural or, mm-hmm. or. I was tired <laughs> or <laughs> what or you know but yeah it Past just felt a little bit a like night. and now what's happening like why is he a monster thing yeah I don't get it and then you do just kind of question yourself well what have I missed yeah like did I fall asleep for a bit because now he seems to be this blob and I don't really get why yeah um yeah so I think yeah, similar to you, I found it a little bit like silly towards the end. Yeah. Without explanation, because you can be silly, of course, mm. but I don't understand what was happening, yeah. and so I couldn't, I couldn't go along with it. Yeah. As much as I might have wanted to. Yeah. I was like, I don't really, I'm confused. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, and and it's a it's it's a praise that a lot of people give this film yeah. is that it does have a huge amount of energy going yeah. behind it and I think that's true but I feel like that kind of it almost got the better of it yeah. at the end and so then you start looking back and start questioning some things that you accepted because yeah. it was just like ah, brah, 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 brah. yeah. and then yeah once you actually start thinking about it you're like wow what's, what's what, going on what am I watching here yeah. what am I watching yeah yeah towards the end I just yeah didn't get it. Yeah. Um, so that was a negative for me. And I did think it was a bit too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, let's keep sweeping sweeping these negatives. Let's okay. keep doing it. Um, as well as the end being too long, I felt like throughout, I think, mm. um, and I mentioned this at the time, in a, a Man of Steel, oh, Batman yeah. v Superman kind of way, too much destruction. Yeah, same. It just ceases to mean anything. Yeah, because it's just like okay. And it's you understand because it's because that is something that you can do very well in animation. Yeah. Because there's no budget in terms of what you're drawing. If you want to draw a city being destroyed, you can draw a city being destroyed, and it costs no more than drawing two people talking in a cafe. But it you've you've got to think about what 
what the audience has seen. Yeah, and capacity. Ha- yeah, to... can you still expect them to care about yeah. this being blown up and this being blown up and this being blown up? And I felt like that was kind of indicative of, the, of, of yeah, how much power Tetsuo had yeah. by the end. You just think, well, this, it's unrealistic how anyone would be able to stop him. Because yeah. they're getting a fucking laser satellite to try and destroy him and he's just flying into space and blowing it up. Yeah. So what chance does anybody have? But then at the end, isn't it the kids that, like, rescue, that save the day? Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's like similar a, powers. It's Akira, isn't it? Oh, yeah, kind Doesn't of he is. kind of reform himself in some way? Mm. I don't know, it's, it's very sure. strange. Yeah. No, I agree with the destruction point. Um, I think that's... Destruction yeah, definitely. porn, almost. Yeah, it's too much. It, yeah. it becomes... Yeah, it becomes the impact is lost because you get a bit blasé. It's exhausting. About it after yeah. a while. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, and the, another negative I had um, was another kind of point about being confused. I guess I'm very confused. Um, <laughs> but I thought... I really that, cannot stress how <laughs> confused I was at this point. And I don't know if this is just in part because there's subtitles sure and in part because I don't I, I don't have any kind of familiarity with the names mm-hmm. but I thought that there were a hell of a lot of characters to keep up with interesting and I didn't always find myself very clear on who they were or what their objective was yeah um, and you know there was these kind of political type of yeah. men and then there were like this revolutionary group of people. Mm. Then there was one gang and then the opposite gang. And then there were like the doctors and the kids with the special powers. And, and then the army guy. The army guy. The and you're just a little bit like, oh God, which one is this? Yeah. You know, like, and maybe it's because, yeah, like I'm used to Western names and I can recognize them. Yeah. And be like, right, that's John. I've got <laughs> him. That's John. And then that's... Clive. Yeah. But when the names are very kind of unfamiliar mm. to me and some of them I thought sounded similar I'm sure there was like Kai and, and K. K yeah and I just thought oh I don't know on, what mate. we're doing here yeah um I struggled with that and yeah. I I thought that the plot was for me it was like really dense really dense really dense there's so much going on and then at the end I was like now I have no clue yeah um and so the density of the plot Potentially because of the dynamic nature of the characters and the, the scenes were changing mm. all the time. And like you say, there's a lot happening. It's yeah. very energetic. I think I struggled to keep up with it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as a result, I, I I think maybe that's why the ending wasn't that great for me. Because yeah. I was a bit like... I don't know what's happening Um, I also felt like there were parts of the plot that they didn't flesh out enough so there were like parts with Canada and the girl I forget her name was that that like Kyra or or no that was anyway whoever her she um, you know when they're in the like sewer or something and she shoots that guy and he, she kills him. Oh, yeah, and she's a bit shaken up by it. Yeah, and then it's like a drop in the ocean. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. And, you know, it's fine. Yeah. You were, whatever. It's done now kind of thing. Mm. Um, 
you know, it's kind of given as a moment of, of uh, I don't know what, like she kind of wobbles, you know, she feels a little bit like she might question, throw everything into yeah. question maybe because she's this revolutionary type of, you know, in K. this kind of, yeah. K-E-I. Yeah, in this revolutionary group type of thing. Yeah. You know, with a, an objective, with a, a mission. Mm. Um, and so it feels like she's kind of, oh, my, you know, this is kind of thrown it all yeah. into question. And then it just kind of moves on. Because I think there's so much happening. Like, Mm. we haven't got time. Come on, come on. And then we get to the end. And for me, it just slowed down there. So the density of the plot up until that point, for me, was a bit too much. And it it reminded me somewhat of Star Wars. Because it's the same idea in that I don't recognise any names. Yeah. There's often subtitles. Yeah. There's this group who know about this group, who don't like that group, who are traveling from that planet and you start to kind of get a bit frazzled yeah at some point like i can't i don't know what these people are doing now yeah um yeah i I feel like the the subtitles didn't help that at all um because i it was something that i noticed here more that like spirited away Mm. for all of its faults for all of its many faults um is a pretty simple story yeah and it kind of you know you kind of there's not a lot of really dense dialogue scenes yeah whereas this there's a lot of explanations of like yeah. splinter groups and militant things mm-hmm. and this is the politics of the situation yeah and I feel like when you're having to read everything yeah it does it's pretty much. taxing I think yeah and I think as well like you're not looking right so you're not like associating that speech as yeah. much with the individual yeah because you're having to kind of do both yeah um and so yeah like so when it's detailed in that way and you kind of need to really concentrate. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a bit challenging. Yeah. Or, yeah, you get a bit frazzled maybe mm. after a while. Yeah. So, Agreed. Yeah. <clears throat> to, to speak a little bit more to the, the names. Yeah. So we've got a, a K, who's the, the, like, resistance terrorist girl. Yeah. Uh, we've got Kai, who is, I think, one of, the, one of their gang. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Kauri. That's the girl. Kaori, who's the girlfriend, who yeah gets her top ripped off. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Um, yeah. So there's a lot and of Canada and Canada. Yeah. So there's lots of uh, lots of K's knocking about. Kyoko is the little old lady girl. Yeah. So there's lots of yeah. Lots yeah, of I stuff. found that quite hard to keep track of. Yeah, but yeah, and obviously that's just a cultural vibes let's get a bit positive shall we Jesus let's. Christ let's get a bit positive so I'm going to um, have a general point with a, a more specific focus yeah in general the animation yeah very very strong mm-hmm. um, this is a film that is I think you you get used to a certain <clears throat> kind of animation or a certain standard of animation for uh, in kind of western films like Disney's the, the you know the, yeah. the, the, the kind of Standard just because that's more fit. like TV animation is by its nature going to be less good, yeah, because they're having to do more on less money, yeah. So Disney films are going to be like the best level of animation that you get, and this kind of blows that out of the water, especially mm. for things of a, a equivalent time period, <clears throat> yeah. Um, everything's animated, yeah, every, every moment, every little thing, every kind of movement movements on different planes it's not just going sideways or towards a thing it's all you know yeah there's no kind of 
obvious like just matte paintings that things are kind of painted onto or yeah. animated onto it's all really mm. high quality very stuff. detailed as yeah. well you can yeah. really see where the money's gone yeah um yeah and and this was, i mean it's it's interesting when you look into the kind of how it was made because the guy who wrote the manga that it was based upon mm. wrote and directed the film oh, okay i think because it was so popular he had a bit of free license. Yeah. He said, I'll, I will do it. I'll allow a, a film to be made if A, it's made by me, and B, I have all of this money and I can just do what I want. Yeah. And so, like, a kind of consortium of various groups got together. That's mm-hmm. why at the beginning it's like the Akira committee presents. Oh, because right. like all these people coming together just to give this kind of money to make this thing. Yeah. And you can see where the money's gone because the animation's really kind yeah. of crisp and fluid. Um, but with a focus on specifically the light. Yeah. I just thought there were so many instances where it's just really nice mm-hmm. what they did with it. Yeah. Like with the the laser satellite thing at the end, that yeah. was really cool. The Both of the big explosions mm-hmm. looked really, really impressive. Um, there was a bit where in the sewers and the, the kind of the flashlight the kind of searchlight comes through that looked really interesting yeah um and my favorite when they're on their bikes yeah and the bikes leave a kind of trail of like a that looks amazingly cool yeah super duper it's like kind of tron bike yeah but then also it's like it it kind of makes the world feel dirtier i think yeah because it's I don't know, you feel like, well, when would that happen? It's like when the quality of the air is so crappy and polluted yeah. that it kind of, you know, that light can't escape. I don't know. Yeah. It just created such a... Like um, a fog. Yeah, like just this permanent fog. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was incredible. Really, yeah. really impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that animation was really good and very... Yeah, again, very kind of credit to them that I would not have guessed this was made in yeah. 1988 I would have thought it was a, quite a bit later than that yeah. like it doesn't this is, look what four years before Beauty and the Beast yeah it's yeah pretty good yeah um, yeah uh, I also have one of a positive that I have is almost kind of contradictory to a point I've already made which was love it <clears throat> that there were too many characters and that the, the, the plot was too dense but my other point is... Not enough characters. <laughs> Can I shock you? No, was that I thought um, the main two characters yeah. were very well fleshed out. Yes. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed them. And I think that's why I really enjoyed the beginning because it's yeah. kind of about their relationship. Yeah. And about... Which is why I think at the end it comes down to them too. Yeah. Because it's about From a storyline point of view, it's, yeah. it's their story. Yeah. Their, their kind of relationship exactly nice. yeah and I think I think that's interesting um, and I think um, I liked both the characters mm. I liked kind of getting to know them I liked seeing the world through their eyes yeah and I thought uh, particularly with Canada that the there was humour a lot of humour yeah. used with him and yeah. really effectively I thought yeah and it wasn't impaired by the subtitles at no. least not for me no um, yeah really kind of enjoyably for a film that <clears throat> is in that kind of sci-fi yeah. other world genre mm. that I think can sometimes take itself quite seriously yeah 
um, it was really nice to have humour there mm. and to have some main characters that weren't perfect yeah. and weren't kind of like the hero is like fundamentally flawed yeah. um, and enjoyable to watch mm. uh, so I thought the main characters of those two were really good yeah yeah um, I would agree very like watchable very well drawn mm. um, yeah so I, I thought that was very good because yeah you, you get I mean the the bad guy the antagonist of the film Tetsuo you kind of at least at the end you get why he's yeah you know that he's just kind of lashing out a little bit and yeah. he's had a tough life and all yeah. this kind of stuff and the good guy at the beginning I was like this guy's a dick yeah. he's like really cocky he's bit like don't fucking touch my bike you prick yeah. I'm in charge of this gang and blah 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 but then as soon as he likes the girl yeah and he even though Comes he's kind of braggadocious a... you're like he's just a stupid kid he's a he's kid like, yeah he's a teenager and it, yeah kind of pricks the, the kind of like you say, the kind of self-importance of it. Yeah. Of, of, of him as well, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I like that. I thought that was good. And refreshing for that kind of film. To yeah. To, like, poke fun at its characters, to have uh, a dynamic character. So, yeah, they're not just one thing, that they yeah. have these kind of shades of character. Yeah, like, you get behind the hero, but he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's nice. Um, I'm going to go for another negative. Okay. Um, and it is uh, when they were doing the voice acting for this film. Mm. Uh, a, oh, I know what you're going to uh, An Alec Baldwin type character came in and did a Glengarry Glen Ross speech at the beginning and flipped around the uh, blackboard and said, A, B, S, A, always, B, B, S, shouting, always be shouting, always be shouting yeah. have I got your attention now you son of a bitch um, because there's every, everyone's shouting all the time yeah, and it really got on my nerves noise what did it do? it really got on my noise <laughs> <laughs> certainly um, yeah I like everybody is yeah. just and maybe it didn't help that I couldn't understand what they were saying so I had to read it all Yeah. but it it was it grinded ground my gears yeah 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 i don't i think that speaks to the ending again yeah. of being too long too destructive too kind of melodramatic yeah it um, was very melodramatic so that there's just a lot of shouting yeah. at the end there and there was a you know towards the end there were a lot of things going on like yeah. the colonel guy and the doctor guy mm-hmm their thing shouting at each other and then Canada yeah. and Tetsuo shouting at each other and uh, the kids like shouting and then Akira or something about that shouting the girl shouting yeah. like just whew, come on guys we it's not that just... important well I mean it's the end of the world sure so I mean I... but really but is it, it worth earlier. shouting earlier it was earlier like at the end everyone shouts yeah. because like you say it's the end of the world but earlier it's like I don't know like when Tetsuo's kind of struggling with his powers and he's screaming yeah. he's screaming at the other guys in the gang and then his gang comes along and they're screaming at the gang and yeah. then they're screaming at Tetsuo and then the army here and they're screaming ah. yeah. just like and it doesn't matter whether it makes sense in the scene Yeah. You've j- again have an awareness of what the audience are going through here. Yeah, and that you need some kind of peak and trough. You yeah. can't always be 
full volume, yeah. full whack the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what's your last point? I've had all of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. How's that worked out? Did I go um, first? No. Did you dovetail a couple together? Yeah, yeah. And I think I agreed with a couple of yours, so... Nice. It um, worked out. Um, Well, my final point um, is something that I was incredibly impressed with in this film. Um, I'm going to say the sound. Oh. But what I mean by that... Oh. Is the is absence the of sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there are a couple of moments in this where there was no sound whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've never seen that in a film before. Or never heard that, rather. Yeah. Never experienced that in a film before. And it is so effective. Yeah. I think p- possibly because the rest of it is just an assault. Yeah on your ears yeah. everyone shouting and everything blowing up yeah but then there's just these moments of just silence yeah yeah it was unusual and you're like oh, it, I don't know it, it, it felt um, it really hammered home the idea of a communal experience of watching a film yeah in a weird way mm-hmm. because you know there's lots of talk these days about you know what can cinemas do to uh, with Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and all of these kind of things like what are you enticing people out of their homes yeah. for and there was there was something about that where because you get kind of lost in films and the, you know yeah. good films you you know you kind of just get drawn in and you're just you know watching it and experiencing it and hopefully if there's no arseholes breathing really heavily around you as there was um, and if there's nobody eating loud food which there was um, or people checking their phones, which I didn't notice, which I was pleased with. Um, you just kind of, you know, go along with it. But then it just took the sign, took the sound entirely away. Mm. And you're just aware of, like, everybody's entirely quiet in, yeah, in this room. Yeah, like waiting. There's hundreds of people in this room. Everyone's just, yeah, there's... I don't know. There was... Like it was tension. Yeah. Or, it yeah. was kind of magical. And it, it really, yeah, kind of blew me away in a way wow it was yeah really really impressive it's such That's a simple good. thing but yeah incredibly effective yeah incredibly effective yeah yeah so I really yeah I thought that. that was very yeah definitely notable yeah and something I was like oh there's no sound nothing's happening at all here yeah not even like because sometimes you get in, I feel mm. like in films I feel like they, you do get that quite a bit but they've they fill there will the silence like with a, a like low a white drone noise or a of white, sorts. Yeah, yeah, some kind of thing. But this was like, no, we're giving you nothing. Yeah, just turning everything off. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, kind of makes you hold your breath. A bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very. Yeah, very I impressive. agree. I agree with that. I think that was good. So what did you give it? So I gave I it um, two out of five. I gave it two out of five as well. Um. I think that is a little bit harsh because I think it's... I do think it's a good film. Yeah. Um, I think it probably um, struggled for me with it being confusing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think... I definitely don't think I'm the kind of audience for this because no. it's very sci-fi-y. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... 
uh, yeah, the the length as well for me. So yeah. I do think it's good, but you know, to your point at the beginning, would I recommend it? No, um, because I think it might be a little bit outdated. Uh, because I think it's I think like you say you can see the value in it and you can see how it's kind of created a lot of these ideas and yeah. concepts that people use now but it, if it's the average Joe mm. I don't if it was a sci-fi enthusiast which is why I said yeah. it would depend on the chum yeah. then yes absolutely because it would be really interesting Yeah. for somebody else not so much interesting yeah yeah I'd agree with that um, yeah, I, g- I gave it a 2 out of 5. Which again, may- yeah, maybe f- feels a little feels bit Feels quite harsh, harsh, I think. But I think this kind of hammers home something that I feel like we've noticed before with these film reviews. Mm. Of how important an ending is to a film. Yeah, yeah. Because I have some I've, really positive feelings about yeah. the film. But the ending has just I feel hampered like it. there are worse films that we've seen yeah. that end better that we've given better marks yeah, to. Yeah, been a bit more forgiving you too. Ju- it, you just come out of it feeling so much more positive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like the ending is 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 the mm. culprit here. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is a good film. It has lots, a really strong of, beginning and yeah. it does have some really strong parts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this could have been a three quite easily a three mm. and a push a four if the ending had been different yeah I think just try and make sure that your ending makes sense yeah and then we're all happy yeah everyone goes home happy yeah um, nice good wonderful well thank you for that you're welcome my dear my dearest you're welcome um, yeah uh, and part three of our um, anime odyssey trilogy um i'm gonna try and put in at some point which you may have already heard dear listener gonna put in some kind of theme music for this anime trilogy which will just probably end up being a little racist but um yeah so this this trilogy the third part you didn't watch did you it started way too late because 945 is pushing it a film that starts at 10.30 at night. You can go fuck yourself. I'm already asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the final part of it uh, is uh, a Ghost in the Shell, which will be a, uh, a dual um, uh, review of both the original anime and the uh, this year's remake, the 2017 Scar Joe um, film. Um, but yeah, for now, thank you so much um, for talking with me, for discussing things with me. For, for lending the the benefit of your expertise and um, just such a lovely face to look at. Oh, um, a dear listener, do you agree with what we said? Do you disagree with what we said? Do you love Akira? Because there are a lot of people out there. I can who I see think that there are a lot. Just suck this film's dick and just like this is the most amazing thing in the world. Um, and if so, let's hear from you. Let's hear from you. Um, but yeah, for listening to this uh, podcast, for listening to the next episode of Flicks. That will be getting up sometime soon. I have only one thing to say to you. Cheers!